This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendor with the Old Trailblazer riding out again on Old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. Got to get up. Got to get a getting. We bring in these studies on the divine healing, true and false. We've been there quite a while. We've got many more to go. And uh, I'm happy to have you folks listening, happy to be there in your home, bringing you these messages. We just we just bringing you simple gospel messages, and we just bringing you, Thus saith the Lord. And I realize that not everybody agrees with the old trailblazer. I do that. But, my friend, I hope you will. I hope you'll pay attention. We're bringing you these studies on the divine healing, true and false. And we're looking at this time, and Christ never commanded us to preach healing. Never commanded us to preach healing. Before we get started, I want to bring you another one of our gracious old songs by our late choir. anything about Calvary, my friend? You know anything about the blood? Folks have gotten away, haven't they, from the blood? Oh, the blood that washes away the sins of God's elect. My friend, this is the Old Trailblazer. I'm happy to be here with you. And these songs that we play on the Old Trailblazer broadcast, they're on a, we have nine full-length CDs with our radio choir that was disbanded when Storm Katrina came through. And, uh, we sell them for $5 a piece. Many, many of our folks are enjoying them. They give them away. And we give them away to folks on a sick bed. If you tell us, we'll send them one. 
But we're happy to be with you at this time. We're looking at another study from God's Word, and we're looking at the Lord never commanded us preachers, we preachers, to preach anything but the gospel. We're not, we're not given authority to preach healing or divine healing or all of those things. No. But, brother, here I am, the old trailblazer, seeming like a lone voice, uh, attacking a false doctrine. Surely, surely uh, I've staked my reputation, what little I have, and I believe there are enough God-loving, Bible-loving people who appreciate messages like this. I know they are because uh, folks support the broadcast, sponsor the radio station, and uh, many of you who are caught in that net of Satan delusion will hear and say, Pastor, thank you for warning me and pointing me to Christ. Thank you for warning me and painting. I had an email from a gentleman today. He said, I've been caught up in that thing. I didn't know what was wrong. I didn't know what was wrong. But I've been attending a church where they speak in tongues and all of those things. And he said, I wasn't sure uh, what, what the truth was of that thing. And now I hear, and I hear what the Lord says about it. And I appreciate it. And I get those kind of letters quite often. But some of you... Get mad and won't have it because you're so prejudiced and so wrapped and warped and twisted with total depravity that you won't heed God's word. Now, I know there's folks out there. I know that. The trouble is you won't believe God's word. You just won't believe it. And uh, you, you let God be true. Let every man be a liar is what Romans 3, 4 says. That's the reason that we here, the old trailblazer, and I, my brethren who helped me go out on the mission field, Lifting up our voices and throwing the weight of our whole life, the whole ministry, in the breach for the souls of men. And many are writing and saying, Pastor, thank you. Thank you for the truth. Thank you that my eyes have been opened to the truth. I ask you, do you know the Lord? It's not have you been healed. It's not have you spoken in tongues. It's do you know the Lord. It's not have you joined a church. You know, I have folks say, well, what church you belong to? I don't care what church you belong to. I don't have, well, who's your pastor now? I don't care who your pastor is. only question I have for you is, are you, a, are you a child of God? Are you a child of God? Does that offend you, my friend? I hope not. I know that it's claimed that healing is the greatest evangelizing tool that the Lord ever used. If that's so, why did the Lord Jesus say and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. John twelve thirty two. This he said, signifying what death he should die. Christ didn't say, and if I be lifted up from the earth as a healing Christ, will draw all men unto me. No. So let me ask you this question. If healing is the greatest evangelizing tool that the Lord ever used, why was it that he never commanded his disciples to preach healing? Now, I want you to think about that. That's the topic of our study for the next day or two. Why did not the Lord uh, commission others, myself and others, to preach healing? Why didn't he do that? No, my friend. Listen now. Turn, turn to the third chapter of John with me, if you will. And there we find Christ said, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man lift, be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Listen, listen, my friend. Christ did not say, uh, and I'm reading from John 3, 14, and as Moses was lifted up, the serpent in the wilderness for the healing of their bodies. He didn't say that. 
He never said anything close to that. Even so must the Son be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not be should not perish or be sick, but have eternal life and health. He didn't say that, my friend. You think he said that? Now, the words healing of their bodies, sick or health, are not anywhere in that scripture. Not not anywhere close. Listen, he was talking to him. He was not talking to Nicodemus about being healed. He was talking to him about salvation. The salvation, the deliverance of his soul. He didn't mention the healing of bodies or being sick or having health. Our Lord was talking about the salvation of a soul. And that's what we do here. The old trailblazer, along with this ministry, our other brethren who preached to help me with the ministry, the late Pastor Shelton, all we preach is Christ. People write me and ask me uh, what we preach, and I tell them we preach Christ. And once in a while, I take time out, maybe I'll have time now, to give you a synopsis of what we believe here. We put this little pamphlet together, and I'll be glad to send it to you because people ask us what we believe. So I put it in the first person. I believe that the Bible is the inerrant, eternal, absolute, unbroken, verbally inspired Word of God. I believe that there is one and only one living God, and I believe that man was a direct, perfect creation of God. I believe that salvation of a sinner is holy of grace. I believe that in order to be saved, a sinner must be regenerated or born again. I believe that repentance and faith are sacred duties. I believe that election is the eternal purpose of God according to which he graciously regenerates. I believe in the eternal security of the believer. I believe that the law of God is eternal and unchangeable. I believe that the Lord Jesus was virgin born. I believe in the imminent soon coming of our blessed Lord. I believe that Christian baptism is the immersion in water of a believer. I believe the Lord's Supper is the second of the two ordinances that Christ left us. I believe that the first day of the week is the Lord's day. I believe that civil government is is of divine appointment. And I believe that the local assembly known as the church set forth in the New Testament is the only divine institution established by the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe all that I've said above all of those things because it's found in God's Word. I believe we can sum them up uh, in these five great doctrines. First of all, and this is what we preach here, the the sovereignty of God or God on the throne, the total depravity of the natural man, salvation by grace, person and work of Christ, person and work of the Holy Spirit, and the soon coming of our blessed Lord back to earth again. I'll be glad to send you a copy of this if you'd like it, as you can tell folks what the old trailblazer preaches and believes. So uh, it's very plain. It's not a big deal. We'll be glad to send it to you. If you write me, let me know. Call me or email me, and I just say, send me your mission statement. We'll do that. I believe ever church or ministry should have a mission statement on what they surely believe don't you i do my friend well how are you going to know if you want to attend a such and such a church if you don't know what they believe and 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 listen uh it's very plain what we're doing here now uh let's go back in our study as i have read these things and listened to messages on preaching of healing i stand amazed when i see and hear the word of god warped and twisted to try to prove that healing is in the atonement. 
I know it's a very volatile statement. I know that, a volatile subject. I know that p- people grow passionate about those things because they're fooled, they're blinded by Satan, the God of this world. I know that, my friend. Every individual, apart from the grace of God, apart from the mercy and love of God, that's not never been saved, is, is blinded by Satan. And uh, he goes forth seeking those whom he may devour, those he may intimidate, those whom, whom he may keep blinded. You know, the greatest thing, when a sinner is awakened to his lost condition and his eyes become open to the truth, what amazement. He stands amazed at how blinded he's been for all of these years and how, how that he would almost die for what he believed up until this very moment. But now, when the Spirit opens those eyes to see that he's just a poor old sinner, and it's only by the grace of God that the Lord stopped by his heart's door and revealed to him that he's a sinner. Oh, my friend, man is so proud, isn't he? Isn't he proud? Even a little old baby is proud. When they come into this world and get up a little bit of age, you teach them how to tie their shoes, and then you want to help them. No, 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 mama. He wants to tie him himself. Oh, he's not able. Proud. Proud. The same way with learning how to ride a bicycle. Oh, man. You see it, and it gets worse as man comes on up into manhood and adulthood. Proud of who he is. Proud that he's. I had a man tell me the other day, he said, uh, I said something about his church. He said, yeah, I'm the head deacon. Well, he didn't have to tell me that. He could have just said, I, I'm the deacon. I'm a deacon there. But he had to say he was the head deacon. What does that show me? Proud. Proud, my friend. But listen, all the day long. So I'm happy to be with you folks at this time. And I wish you'd write me. Remember my mailing address, the Old Trailblazer Post Office Box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana. Time gets away so quickly. The zip is 70785 in my website. RadioMission.org. You go there and find much about this broadcast. The old trailblazer has a picture there. And if you would, then sit down and write me and help me with the broadcast if you possibly can. Goodbye and God bless you.